autism spectrum disorder AS autism is there such a thing for these why are they hard to diagnose hi Kimberlands welcome back to my channel of an everyday life of an aspect or aspect answers as I'm calling it as for now online podcasting as I'm sharing with you all about autism and vision syndrome in my next episode hopefully you're enjoying some of these and you're learning something from me and if you are enjoying these or just give me some feedback I'd much appreciate it for those of you who are new to my podcast today I like you all and I'm hoping that you'll get to know me more of a person behind the mic as well as the diagnosis of autism and mental health just a brief little intro about me for those of you who are new today I'm SB Answers as I said quickly I'm all about creating mental health videos as well as autism videos taking you all on a journey when I'm able as well as advocating navigating through life through autism and mental health as well as educating you all and so much more I would like to put three the disclaimers on right now as I'm doing this podcast um, number one is I'm not a medical doctor I'm just your normal Joe blog sharing my lived experiences with Asperger's syndrome or Asperger's in short that some things I may share how I cope on the daily may or may not work for you and what may or may not work for you will not work for me or vice versa what works for me will work for you hearsay and in saying this that if there's any signs and symptoms that presents to the cases of what I share of these everyday topics of mental health and autism do seek professional advice and second opinion as well as also just in saying that that I don't wish to see any harm in the making. The second part of the disclaimer here I would like to discuss is as I go along sharing you with the podcast of the topics, the terms I'll be using like speeches and autism will likely to interchange a bit throughout the series and I don't want to offend anyone. This will go for the terminologies of people with autism, persons with autism. This again will depend on the person who has autism of the actual how they want to be addressed as an autistic or a person with autism so be respectable when you do meet an autistic hearsay because obviously at the end of the day we don't want to like I said offend anyone and in saying this that of this offence we should be able to just remove our mentality and just be respectable of others opinions beliefs and what have you because at the end of the day everyone's different ask an autistic first before maybe addressing them as an autistic person or what have you just get to know them as a person as a whole behind the autism as well as removing that kind of wishful thinking that everyone is the same or what have you but more of that of the case how to address the autistic community and the executive functioning labels or what have you that I will be presenting in one of the series over since I'm an autistic don't forever assume that you know as you're getting to know me as a person behind the voice or behind the actual camera that every autistic is the same every autistic will be different because obviously autism is a wide spectrum of different kind of conditions that branches out but I'll be sharing more about autism what it's like later on and one of my podcasting pieces. The topics that are being shared right now as I'm sharing with you all today will obviously be based on an American, UK or Aussie website or any other websites as I do my research because as I said before that many of these research findings that I'm doing right now will be based on this areas because New Zealand has unlimited resources and references to what I'm sharing with you all on the everyday topics that you may be questioning on and want to learn from me based on also my lived 
experiences as well and in saying this while I give you some tips and advice along the way please be considerate inside the actual advice part of it is this is just strictly based on my lived experiences as I said some of this may work for you versus vice versa may not work for you as well so it's, let's just be respectable of each other's differences of opinions here. So at this point of time as I said I'm doing all about autism and asperger's syndrome this one obviously as I'm going to be addressing right now is called why high functioning autism is hard to find because as we know that there has been many misgivings or misunderstandings of the reasons for why this is. The reason behind this that avoid that causes concern or confusion so to speak is based on obviously as I said so many times before that since now autism spectrum disorder is no longer a diagnosis in the SM5 which I clearly mentioned the reason why and all that if you want to find out more I'll click it in the eye bar by me and in the timestamp below me find out more but in saying that some of these conditions obviously shows really similar you know symptoms day in day out through these conditions and some of these conditions so therefore we just need to bear in mind about what needs to be done so do want to so forth. So, in all further ado, guys, let's begin this while I run out of time. HFA or high functioning autism, as I don't want to clearly define it as, but I humbly apologize for letting that I have spoken to about the high functioning versus low functioning labels based on this. Bear with me on this and what I'm sharing based on my knowledge, experience, and also my research. That is neither an official diagnosis nor is there an agreed upon definition of what this term may mean. In the hardest or broadest of sense of this term, high functioning autism may mean any of the following that I am going to write. A person with relatively mild symptoms, which like their mitis, are significant enough to merit an autism spectrum desire diagnosis. Who is a person with autism whose IQ is higher than 70? A person with autism is successfully navigating a typical school or work environment. Or a person who is able to mark symptoms of autism successfully so they have an expected ways and powerful neurotypical person at one point had an Asperger's syndrome diagnosis. Adding to the confusion and misunderstandings however, it is a well-known fact that many people with autism may be bright and accomplished yet they have severe symptoms such as anxiety and sensory function that significantly impact their day-to-day living. High functioning autism versus AM. Until recently of 2013 as I mentioned so many times there has been a DSM-5 manual that has been published and that obviously as I said that term asperger's syndrome has been diminished. Even though there are basically many people who might be said to have high functioning autism though were diagnosed with either asperger's syndrome or PP, PDD and all that as a form of it and that therefore before was demolished so to speak that from 2006 and 2006 that diagnosis was held true. But then again as I said before, also in saying this, that many people with suspicious syndrome may wear this as a badge of honor, not just as like oh, it's a form of identity, but then again, on the other scale of things, many autistics may treat it as a doom and gloom for them, you know, because people will treat them differently, which is sad but true, they do get treated differently. But there are differences that set these two diagnoses apart, however. Suspicious syndrome was a distinct diagnosis which described a person of average or higher than average intelligence and appropriate age language, Girls who also had significant social and communication challenges. PD and I was to catch all diagnosis however as I said and now that has been not been used often but this is after being understood to mean the same thing as high functioning autistic. It really incorporated individuals at all functional levels whose symptoms didn't fully correlate with classical autism. Perhaps more significantly people with special symptoms who seem to share certain personal characters that aren't shared by all with their high IQs and autism for example. Anxiety is often a syndrome or symptom of AS I should say but not one shared by everyone who might be described as high functioning autistic. As of 2013, with the publication of the DSM-5, however, neither PD PNOS or Asperger's syndrome is an official characteristic di diagnostic category in the United States alone. So HFA and level 1 autism 
with the release of the DSM-5, instead of separate diagnoses, there's just been one big group of people diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, which you'll clearly see an umbrella above me, hopefully, right now as I'm speaking about this, as well as on saying this, I'll fly these, the video of understanding levels of autism, because there's three different levels, obviously, as well as on saying that, I'll try and find my images again based on these to clearly define this for you all to understand today. But people with autism are still very different from another, so to clarify these differences, the DSM-5 also includes functional levels, as I mentioned. But People who are bright and verbal are generally given the diagnosis of level 1 ASD. So that this distinction doesn't offer a clear characterization of what level 1 ASD actually is. For example, people with level 1 ASD can show affection, complete daily tasks, and use age-appropriate language reading and math skills. On the other hand, however, they can't hold the eye contact, maintain a conversation, engage and play with their peers, or pick up on social cues with their peers when they are actually communicating. They might have an intent focus of one level of their interest. People with delay level 1 ASD can have single speech and language delays, but are able to can take part in an inclusive academic program because of their age-appropriate academic skills. People with level 1 ASD can have relatively mild speech and social delays, but have severe sensory issues which make it impossible for them to take part in an inclusive academic program. People with level 1 ASD can have severe anxiety, learning disabilities, and sensory challenges, but have age-appropriate speech and exceptional abilities in music or other form of math and engineering or some other calculated things, but not all of them will be like that. Every autistic will have their strengths and weaknesses, as well as their ability of comprehension and understanding. With a level 1 ASD diagnosis, but the possible combinations of strengths and challenges are almost endless, however, as I shared. This isn't always to make the characters of behaviours difficult, but also leave you confused as what level of goodwill is needed for that particular time. Again, I've shared about the support needs, but again, if you want to understand briefly a bit, I'll share it now. Lovely people with high-functioning autism may need help with using toilet or basic hygiene. They may very well be good at or need a good deal of support in other settings or environmental needs. For example, a very bright individual with sen severe sensory issues, anxiety and preservation might actually have a more difficult time in the workplace than a less in intelligent individual with less anxiety and fewer sensory issues. What's more, a level of functioning individual might spend most of his day in a supportive setting where the possibility of dangerous interactions is almost zero. Meanwhile, the high-functioning individual may need to navigate a world full of complex and hazardous situations. What's more, a low-functioning individual might spend most of his or her day in a supportive setting where the possibility of dangerous interactions navigate a world full of complex and hazardous situations. While it is maybe reasonable to think that people with high-functioning autism may need less support, they are often faced with greater challenges in a real world setting compared to the lesser functioning people in the institutional care. Navigating through the challenges. Autism is a puzzle, but not every individual with autism are puzzling, but because, are so puzzling, I should say. But because of the ever-changing definitions of the term of autism, mean we cannot come to a final conclusion of what it really means. Not only of the definitions are changing over time, but also of the social expectations that make high-functioning autism so challenging. In the past, face-to-face -face communication was the key to personal success. Today, many people's social challenges are more than capable of interacting with others online, making friends through social media, and even holding down a job at a distance. Some businesses like Google are hiring high-functioning autistic people, as well as also not Google, but Microsoft and other places because of their unique abilities, while others can't imagine hiring a person with compromised social skills. So again, in saying that when it comes down to people with autism, be it on the high level to the low level, that we should be able to be treated fairly, because I feel that sometimes we are still being stigmatized and stereotyped about 
about our traits, characteristics, and so on and so forth. Just get to know us as an autistic, and you'll you'll see that we will be able to help you. If this leaves you feeling that the def definition of functioning, high functioning autism is clear as mud, you're not alone. However, at least now, however, you understand why the term is so tough to nail down, and how you're in good company with those who has high functioning autism. So this quickly ends a real short video of why high functioning autism is so hard to find. Smash the like if you like this. Comment below. Comment below also if you can think of any reasons to why it's hard to find. If I've missed out any key points as you've been hearing me right now. No further ado, guys. Thanks for watching. Do what you love. Love what you do. Until next time, SP signing out. Also, where to find me? This again will be listed in the socials, but just to tell you right now is Facebook is my SP.answers, my Twitch, they're both capital A. Spotify, obviously, is SB Answers, which is capital A, capital A, again, capital A. Patreon is my crowdfunding page right now. You can find me on patreon.com, SB Answers, basically. And for those of you who don't know what Patreon on is today, for those who are listening that are new, I have this set up for funding for future projects like this one of my podcast versus my merch that I've been designing, which I'll share more briefly soon about my merch update or even in this podcast right now as I'm addressing this to you guys is that it's like a crowdfunding page or funding page for creators like me or content creators, music creators, whoever maybe they're seeking out funding to support themselves in a way of maybe say they need extra equipment for their cameras versus maybe their radio equipment if they were doing something similar like I am doing today or covering the rent travel costs what have you and in saying this also basically for the merch you'll see me basically maybe wearing it once in a while on my youtube channel as well as maybe you know out and about in public and so in saying this my merch site is spreadshirt.com life hyphen of hyphen and hyphen SB and another one you can find me on my social is, is for those who haven't and I like to read instead of watching or what have you as an alternative for you guys is lifeofansbweb.wordpress.com so this wraps up everything I want to thank you all for listening right now follow me on the socials that were listed below subscribe share this podcast to friends and family you know if you want to feel free to become a patron patreon to support this youtube project as well as many others that are in the works as of this time feel free to you know donate big or small with me and this journey of it and also my merch obviously will cover the cost for this as well so i'll catch you all again on the other side sb signing out for now and bye